Hello and happy Monday, everybody. You are tuned into WRLR.FM uh, 98.3, The Life. Sorry, we're uh, starting a little early and a little late, both at the same time. You're listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your co- I'm your host, Marty Jalove. <laughs> a little technical difficulty on here, but what's, what's not usual since we moved into the new studio? Thank you, Rusty, for helping us out and fixing all those problems. Uh, we'll see if we can cause you problems at 7 o'clock. Uh, we moved the Bacon Bits show to 6 o'clock just for today and next week because there's some some very important uh, high school sports going on, and Rusty's covering that. So stay tuned at 7 o'clock. Uh, Rusty will come back in and uh, fill you in on all of that. But in the meantime, again, thank you so much for tuning in to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. Uh, every week, every Monday, right here on WRLR. Dot FM. What we're going to be doing is showing you those paths of happiness at the places that you work, on the job, the businesses you own, and everything in between. Uh, we spend so much time working that we deserve to enjoy what we're doing. And so I've got a very special guest, a good friend of mine, a great friend of mine, I should say. Uh, I don't want to just limit you to a, a good friend because you are a great friend, uh, Joe. My good friend, great friend, Joe Janicki. All right. And uh, what Joe does is Joe uh, owns and operates Brightway Insurance out of Lake Zurich. And he's going to tell you a little bit more about that as we start this. Uh, but, Joe, uh, one of the things I admire so much about you is what the show is about today. And that is the help first mindset, the idea of before you go to work, before you start uh, your business day, what you do is you contemplate what you can do to help your customers first. Okay, so Joe, uh, since we started, why don't you give us a a howdy and a hello and uh, tell the people out there a little bit about you. Absolutely. Hey, Marty. Uh, Thanks for having me back again. Uh, We had a lot of fun last time, although this new studio is beautiful, so uh, this is nice. Uh, I am Joe Janicki. I do own Brightway Insurance, the Janicki Agency. Um, and and I know I know you can't see the camera, Joe, but you look fantastic, absolutely fantastic. We, we are we are rocking the new uh, Brightway logo, the new Tremendous. brand. Um, I love it. We recently rebranded. We're excited about that. A lot of new energy uh, within the company, uh, and uh, and yeah, a lot of good things happening. Okay, so uh, so Joe, just really quick, just because you know, in case people want to leave the show uh, within the first couple of minutes, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, what's the best way? Let's just tell them what it is. Because what what do you specialize? You do all types of insurance. We do all uh, types of insurance. All right. We, okay. We do uh, we do everything from personal lines. We really uh, we really specialize in in home, auto, umbrella, all your personal lines, and we also do small business, small commercials. Okay. And you're all over the internet. Under what? We are under brightwayjanicki.com. It's wow. Brightway J A N I C K I dot com. Right. And it is pronounced Janicki, not Janicki or Yanicki. It's you know, Janicki. Marty, you can say it however you want. All are. right. All right. I just I just figured I would say it enough so that people can. Uh, the, it, now it's it's uh, hammered into their mind, okay? Right. All right, so Joe, what I wanted to say, and again, I thank you so much for this. This is a topic I really wanted to cover. It's very important to me about having this help-first mindset, the idea that before we go knocking on a door and l- reaching out to a customer and asking them to give us their money uh, for our services, it's got to be this whole idea of how can I help them first, be um, not necessarily charitable, but be conscious of their needs before your needs. And when I said, I'm going to do a show on this, uh, you're the first name to come to my head. All right. Without a doubt, because I learned so much. We've been friends now for a a handful of years. And this is something you just live by. This should be a tattoo across that beautiful head of yours. Okay. (laughs) So so how did you start or how, what made you feel uh, that the first, the help first mindset, tell me a little bit about your experience and why you go down that path. Well, for, for me, it's one of my core values, and, um, and, and it's a core value that we have implemented in our business as well.
well. And and I think really um, when we look at it, um, I feel like we get into a business to serve others, right? Correct. Um, and for me, it, it goes back to, you can call it whatever you want. Call it do the right thing. Call it uh, do what's right, right? Okay. But at the end of the day, um, what we really want to do is help first. So, and that goes for our clients. It goes for our referral partners. Um, if somebody calls me and they have a concern, a question, yep. whatever the case may be about insurance, I feel it's our duty to help them, right? And so when we say help first, that means, it does it mean that I automatically want to sell them a policy with us, with a carrier that we work with, or does it mean I want to hear them, listen to the concerns, right. really figure out what's going on and what is the best course of action for that client, right? Okay. And that Beautiful. best course of action may not be with me. It might be picking up the phone and calling their current agent and making some minor tweaks and changes to their current policy. Sure, sure. Um, it might mean that one of our referral partners calls us and says, hey, we're looking at a house. We have a client that's that's looking to buy this home. Can you take a look and see what flood zone it's in? Can you look and see if it's had any claims or how those claims are filed? Um, it doesn't mean, hey, here's Mr. or Mrs. Smith. Can you help them with insurance? It's, hey, right. I'm trying to help my client. Can you help us figure this stuff it. out before we land on that property and, and, and put an offer in? I so. love it. I love that. So, um, Joe, I'm going to go back in time. The first time most of us have ever heard of this help first attitude, especially in business, was in the movie Miracle on 34th Street. Okay, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with that, but this was the the real Santa Claus. Uh, they got lucky. Macy's got lucky, and they hired the real Santa Claus to play Santa Claus. And what he would tell customers is that if Macy's didn't have it, he would send them to Gimbel's. Okay, and that was this big thing. And at first, everyone was up in arms saying, "How can you send our customers to another store?" But it changed the way, and I uh, that people did business. I think people saw this as the right uh, way to do business. It showed showing some generosity and empathy and real care for your customers. And it was the first time I ever saw that. So I love this, Joe, because you're kind of the miracle in Lake Zurich. Okay, you like that? <laughs> what the miracle in Lake County? Can we go? Lake, all right, the Lake County. All right, wow, wow. Here I thought you were going to be humble, but no, no, just suck it all up, right? right. All right. So, uh, Joe, you've been familiar with the show. You've been on it before. And for those of you listening in, because we're at 6 o'clock, so maybe you've never heard the show before, so lucky you, you get to tune into this uh, Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. So the reason we talk about bacon here is that everything bacon touches gets a little bit better. All right, no matter how good something is, you add a little bacon to it, it gets even better. But I'm not necessarily talking about the bacon for chewing. You don't know the last line. Joe doesn't know it. I'm not talking about the bacon for chewing. I'm talking about the bacon for doing. All right, there you go. So today is, uh, we're not going to shy away from that either. So I wrote a little B-A-C-O-N, the acronym uh, for bacon, about showing uh, people that you care about them as uh, you care more about them than their wallet. So I'm just going to run through this really quick. Again, I like giving everyone the B-A-C-O-N early on so they can go and have dinner and maybe tune in later. And maybe some bacon. And maybe some bacon. Because everyone who listens to the show knows that if you can't, for some reason, listen to the whole show right now, you can come back later, check it out on YouTube, all right, at the 98.3 The Life on YouTube. Or you can check out the podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. Marty, let me ask you a question. Please. Isn't it true that at the very end of the show, you give a promo code for a lifetime supply of bacon? Or, yeah, is, that, yeah, or is that just something I heard? That's, that's something. All right. And and this time, this today's lifetime supply of bacon is sponsored by Brightway Insurance. <laughs> So the the just in case you believe that it's not going to happen. All right. All right. 
So the B A C O N today is going to be this. Uh, B is going to be be attentive. All right. Uh, train your team to really listen. Uh, a is anticipate, and that's anticipating your customers' needs. Don't wait for them to ask something. Give them what they need. C is going to be communicate clearly. You want to use language that's really simple for them to understand so that they understand exactly what you're giving them and offering them. O is uh, offer solutions. All right, there's nothing worse. And I, I mean, nothing worse than going to someplace where you're like, I really need this. And they're like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. All right, so offer solutions. Don't just say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And and of course, is nurture relationships. And that's so important. It starts with, I'm here to help you. It's not about me, it's about you. And that's where I think it starts. So, uh, Joe, let's jump into this if you don't mind. All right, let's right. really jump right into it. So there was a saying, I love this saying, is the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. What do you think of that? You, you like that one? I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't write down. Oh, that was. I, I'm like. I didn't write it down. Yes, I did. It was Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, nice. that sounds sounds like something he would say. I, I think there's some truth to that. I um, I would say I, there's a I, lot of truth. I, feel, to I think that. I think I heard. Um, I might have read or heard Tony Robbins say that um, that the more people you serve, the more success you'll find. I I agree with that. Right. So. I think it, and it's both ways. And I'm going to ask you to define success while the camera's on you. Is that many people say. It's the bottom line. It's um, how high we can get our profits, how high we can get our sales. That's how we define success. Uh, my definition is a little bit different because my company is master happiness. And so I really want to work with people that I can make happy. And I want to work with people that I can get some joy with working them. How do you define success over there a bright way? <laughs> so for, for me, um, you know, it, it's really seeing our team succeed. Um, it's, it's seeing the growth in our team. It's really in, you always ask the question, Marty, what's your yes, bacon, right? right. And, and, and maybe you should tell the, the, the audience what that means. I think they're tired of hearing so, it. <laughs> so, so my bacon, that thing that gets yes. me out in the morning, yes. or it gets me out of bed in the morning is to be able to work with and help develop people. Right. And, okay. And we have a Beautiful. fantastic team um, of individuals um, and they come to work and they work hard and they look to serve clients and look to, to really do great things. And my measure of success is to see them realize their success. Right, right. And you know what? What I love about this, and uh, and I know you, Joe. I've, I've known you now, like I said, for a few years, is that those aren't just words. Those are how you really feel deep down inside. You feel like if, if you can't get that message across, that thought over to your people, that really bothers you to your core. It does. You know, because um, your people come first. You, uh, I, I've seen very seldom have I seen uh, leaders like you that really put your people up first and really drive that home. And you carry that through that you insist that they treat the customers just the same way you treat them. They've got to always put their customers first. Yeah. I think, I think it's a great mindset and I think you, you play it off well. Thank you. Okay. So um, who, uh, you know, who, who in your team doesn't, you know, we'll pick on somebody. No, no, I'm just joking. Now, now they're listening. Now we're going to see who's really listening. Right, right. Yeah. Now they're really listening, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think your team, you have an amazing team. I love coming into your place uh, and just chatting with your people. They are always so high spirited, so joyful. They love where they work which is uh, a testament to you and the way that you lay out uh, your core values, the way that you uh, create your mission and your vision. It's so important because they live it. They feel it. Um, I, I, while I'm talking here, I'm, I've got the camera on you. I want to put it on me for a moment. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they, they know it. They live it. They breathe it. And I think that brings them joy. And if anybody ever questions 
can that help first mentality, can it really carry over? I mean, what what are the what are my employees really going to feel? I would tell them just to give you a call, talk to you, or stop by your place and look at your people. Yeah. Because to have a an office like that, it's, it's yourself and three employees, or four employees, four employees, sorry, Mary. Uh, <laughs> and so four employees. And when you go in there, they're always smiling. They're always joyful doing something, helping people, going out of their way. So that's that's a, a beautiful thing. I think, Marty, I'll just say one thing. I think it starts at the hiring process, right? Yes. It starts with the interview process. It starts with um, really where we look for and, and try to find talent, right? Um, I'm not looking for somebody that has years and years of insurance experience. Okay. I'm looking for the right person. Well, because you could teach the insurance part of it. Absolutely. Right. And, okay. that, and that right person has to fit with our core values. Right. Um, they can't miss two of them because if they miss two of them, um, they have the potential to really threaten our culture that we have right now, right? So right. So I'm protective of the team that we've that we've really started to build. Um, and, and those are the people we look for because those people live, breathe, Eat, sleep, yes. our core yes. values, and that first one being help first. Um, and when it comes down to that help first, um, really they're happy because you, you can sleep well at night knowing that you worked hard to do what was in the best interest of the client. Exactly. A lot of times it's with us. A lot of times it might not be. Right, um, right, so, sure, sure. Um, but, but we go to bed at night and we know that we did everything we could have to do the right thing for the client. So I want to touch on that is how you train people, how you how you mold that team to truly understand that. Because many times what's going to happen is you're still going to hire people who you feel match your core values. They seem to be the right fit in the beginning. But as you're nurturing them, as they're growing and they're looking, you want people that are hungry too. You want people who are going to push your brand and sell product for you. But sometimes it's really tough when you're like, oh, I'm spending all day helping these people and I'm not closing sales. It's a little tough like that. So when you'd want to try to put this idea into the the let's say the dna of your company make it the core of your company first off i'm i'm feeling you've got to lead by example that goes without saying uh but i said it anyway you've got to train regularly and i love your training regiment regiments all right as well as giving them the opportunity to feedback and talk to you so t- tell me a little bit about your training how do you do this ongoing training with them to ensure that they continue with this mindset well we we meet as a team once a week uh, we talk about things that are going on in the organization. Um, everything's kind of open. Um, any issues, any any challenges, anything that somebody's having. Um, we actually have a board in the office, and, and we took it down for a meeting. It needs to go back up. But then if somebody runs into a challenge, um, they can write that challenge on the board, and we can talk about it in the next meeting and figure out, okay, maybe I, I encountered something, and I don't want to have Marty have to go through the same thing, right? Right, right. Um, so we've got that. We do meet once a month, um, and we do a, a team training uh, as a group and different topics. Uh, might be a, maybe a t- type of product, might be client handling, um, and, and that topic changes monthly. Uh, and then I try to get together with um, each of them once a week uh, just as a one-on-one to talk about how things are going and, and, and whatnot. Um, and, and I will say... Um, there has to be a little bit of trust there. Definitely, um, right? And, and trust in the process. Um, you know, a lot of times I think, I sit back and I look at things and the phone rings, right? Right. And we have clients calling in. And a lot of that happens because of the way that we've done things in the past. And I think if you come in and you trust in the process and you see that it's happening, yeah, yeah. and you just give it a chance, eventually, now, you know, and, and again, seeing their success, I'm starting to see Robbie get referrals. I'm starting to see Piper get referrals. Even Gina's nice. getting referrals. Nice. Um, you know, and, and Mary, of course, is is just, um, she, she has her own yeah. following, yes. right? 
but it happens because they came in, they saw, and and they do the right thing every single day. Um, and 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 I think that's you know that's that's just part of the process. Just trusting in what we do. Um, that trusting that doing the right thing is going to net the returns and the results that you want. Right, right. So this ongoing training that you do, the weekly training and the quarterly training, because I know in more in-depth of the training you do, uh, how do you ensure that they feel you truly have an open-door policy, that they feel they can come back to you and talk to you? Because it gets tough. And part of this idea when I'm saying lead by example is you've got to show them that your heart is in the right place. You want to take care of them. You want to make sure they're good so they can pass it on there. How do you ensure that they feel really open to be able to talk to you? Uh, re- really, it's just getting together with them once a week. It's, it's sitting down with them or even, even on a more frequent or infrequent basis, you know, stopping in and saying, hey, how are things going? What's going on? Um, and the other part is we're in a really tiny space. Right. There's five yeah, of yeah. us. Uh-huh. Um, and, and we hear everything. We, we're, we're really, I mean, and we mesh really well as a team. So, um, you know, there's sometimes we have a little bit of a rowdy office. I get yelled yes, at for yeah. being the rowdiest. Yes, right? of course. Um, of course. Right. There's a lot of energy and, and sometimes, you know, it, it, you know, somebody might not want that energy, but, um, but, but, but we try to have fun. We try to be open. Um, and I think again, back to trust, um, when you get together and I, you know, I sit down with you and, and, and we just, Talk about what's going on with you. How's right. your life? How, where, you know, what's going on? And we just keep that that conversation open all the time. Yeah. Um, then it eliminates, you know, the 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 blind side, if you will, of something hitting you out of the corner that you didn't know was coming. So I think uh, you hit on two things. First off, is the size of your office that you're really mm-hmm. right next to each other. It's not it's not like your distance. Uh, I think that helps a lot. But I think I'm really going to give you the kudos for having those regular meetings, those regular interactions, that they're real meetings. They're not uh, just, hey, you didn't hit your number. Why, why aren't you doing that? It's, it's, the, it's the taking the temperature meetings. How are you feeling today? Which customer has knocked you down or which customer has lifted you up? Remember, we talked a little bit about that idea of uh, role-playing the worst-case scenarios, right, and talking about what's the worst that will happen and how do, we, how do we overcome that. And I think those are the cool things that really work, and I see it working with you all the time. Uh, there is a study, I think it was done by the Harvard Business Review, that said 62 or 68% of employees would rather talk to a stranger <laughs> than, than their own manager, yeah. right? So that means that almost, you know, 70%, almost 70%, 7 out of 10, would rather gossip to the, uh, their coworkers or gossip to a customer instead of trying to solve the problem. And I would say, man, you set that that uh, statistic like on its head because you turned it around. I see every one of them, all of your employees, being more than free, more than willing to come to you and saying, "I got a problem, Joe. We got to take care of it." And I think that's that again is uh, is wonderful, and it's and it just shows that what you're saying is you put it into practice, you stick by it, you make it your core value because that's out of your out of your five core values. That's your number one, right? It Help is. first. And that's that's what's so important is to realize how important that is and live by it and remember and train by it. And I think that's just tremendous. So you de- you deserve a big uh, round of applause. I took the camera off so they don't see. I'm actually giving you a round of applause. <laughs> <Thank All right>. <laughs> <laughs> but you really do. So, um, so, Joe, we can learn a lot from you like that. But now, a lot of people are out there going, you know what? I am here to make some money, all right? This is part of my, uh, part of the deal here is I've created a business to make some money. I'm not independently wealthy. We're not all Joe Janicki's, right? And so, <laughs> so what happens is 
we have to determine is this attitude will it really pay off in the long run is it a short-term uh strategy is it long-term is it the right thing how does it pay off for you and how does it pay off for your people and so i'm going to throw it back to you uh you know and give me some insight on that because that's going to be the biggest thing for people it's it's sometimes easy to say i'm going to be nice but then when you look at it you need you, you need the bottom line to reflect that it's a good idea Sure. Sometimes as well. Sure. And I, I don't want to get into de- details on, yes. on that, but, <laughs> um, but, but let's put it this way. Again, we come back to that trust factor with the team, seeing what works and what doesn't work. Right. Um, our um, growth year over year last year was incredible. Yes. Um, we uh, did more in one year than we had done the previous two years. Um, and, uh, and, and that is just counting households uh, right. of people that we helped uh, and the money follows along with that. Right. So, um, <clears throat> You know, but again, we're doing it the right way. The referrals come because of that behavior, because we're doing, you know, that what, what's what's right for the client first. So, well, I think what it comes down to is, I got three points to make on this whole idea of the return on investment. Because I'm not I'm not looking for you to give me numbers, uh, but I know I'm sure you do, right? Right. <laughs> but no, what I'm looking at here is that first off. And it just makes it makes sense. It's very logical that you're going to get repeat business. If they enjoy working with you, you're going to get repeat business. If they enjoy working with you, that means they, they trust you. Uh, they are going to pass on uh, uh, your name and your service to other people because they want to share this experience with other people. All right. And I think more so out of, uh, above those two is it gives you a competitive edge. When you are dealing with people who are just like, I'm sorry, I can't cover that. Or I'm sorry, that's the price. And that's their only answer as opposed to you being truly, truly empathetic and pushing forward to say, we may not be the right ones to help you solve this problem, but let's see if we can steer you in the right direction. And I think that's incredible. Uh, Out of those three points that I'm making here is the competitive edge, uh, the positive word of mouth, and just a repeat business. Where do you think you've seen the the biggest leap or the most... uh, the most positive uh, response. All three. All three. Uh, all, nice. All nice. Three. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, no, it, it 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 really has. I mean, the other thing that we train on is, is product knowledge, right? So, right. Um, you know, a lot of times you you can't offer um, the right help if you don't know what you're talking about, right? So, so true. So we are um, we are very good at at really making sure that at first and foremost we're the experts in what we do. Right. Okay. So you call me, you have a question. We know it better than anybody else. And if we don't, we need to sit down as a team and figure that out. Beautiful. Um, and we do it together. Um, that's so important, too. That's so important as opposed to uh, some companies are like, hey, you got a problem? Go figure it out. Yeah. No, you figure it out together. Yeah. Ro- right. Robbie will tell you that my my, my favorite line uh, to him and, and actually Piper, too, and probably Mary as well, uh, when they first started, uh, if they ran into a jam, they'd come to me and go, hey, wh- what, what do we do with this? And I go, you know what? I don't know. Call underwriting. So okay. the tagline <laughs> is call underwriting, right? Right. Um, and get the answer. But when you come back with that answer yes. and you share it with the rest of the team, then we've now saved everybody else from having to go through that same hurdle, the same obstacle yeah. and running into the yes. same brick wall you just ran into. Right, so we, right. We've solved the problem going forward, right? That knowledge yes. is now shared. So um, so I think we, you know, um, it's it's powerful to be, you know, first the expert, um, but, and I don't want to jump too far ahead in your bacon. No, go uh, ahead, jump, but, jump. But you've, you've mentioned it a couple times now, and that N in your bacon yeah. is for nurturing the relationship, right? Definitely. And, and uh, one of our, another one of our core values is quality relationships. And that, okay. That's beyond uh, the client. It's with our business partners, with each other, with, uh, and, and, and of course, with the clients. And those relationships, again, 
uh, as we're doing the right thing and, and we're helping first, um, they they develop a, a referral base that is beyond, uh, you know, anything we could ever dream for. So, you know what? Yeah. One of the things to that, I don't even know if you've realized this, is because you have done this idea, you've come up with this help first attitude and you really drive this home with everyone in your group smiling and they're cheerful. When you think about the difference in ages in the people you've got there, the backgrounds of the people, that you've got a pretty diverse crowd, okay? Sure, it could be more diverse, but it's pretty diverse as it is, right? But yet there's every single person there. Um, I know I could go and just hang out with any one of them because I they're all likable, all right, uh, because they have that one thing in common. And I think that's what brings us that's what brings us long-term customers is you've created a team that is truly, truly likable, truly lovable. And so people go, I just want to, I want to be part of that. I want to feel that experience. And so I think that's where you really are able to pull some, uh, some business that way. The thing that I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, cause you, I know I've told you this before and I know you love hearing this is, uh, so my company master happiness, I go out of my way, no matter what my attitude is, I'm always going to be smiling. I'm going to try to bring cheer to people and, uh, and just try to brighten people's day as I'm trying to coach small businesses. Right. And so the chamber of commerce, the one time I'm in there and I switch the camera and I want to see your face <laughs> is, uh, I go there to Claire, the, uh, executive director. She goes, Marty, my gosh, you are so happy. You are always upbeat. You are so that smile is never ending. You're almost as happy as Joe Janicki. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so oh, there you go. Thanks Claire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to know how much you paid her for that one. Right. Cause it was that whole, Oh, you're complimenting me. You're not complimenting me. So <laughs> Marty, you're doing great. Oh, thank you. know what, Marty? You're part of my happiness. Oh, thanks, so. Joe. That means a lot to me. <laughs> that that does mean a lot to me. You know what, uh, Joe? We're going to take a, just a momentary break, if you don't mind. You don't mind, do you? I don't mind. All right, beautiful. And here we go. And we are back. Okay, I'm back uh, with my good uh, friend here, Joe Janicki, with Brightway Insurance. You're listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove, and we're here every Monday, usually at 7. Today we're on 6 because we got some great high school sports coming up at 7 o'clock. Uh, tune in. Uh, today, obviously, you're tuned in at six. Next week, tune in at six, and then we're back at seven. Uh, following, if you miss any part of the show, follow us on any place you listen to podcasts. At Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I don't know why it was so difficult getting that out of my mouth there. All right, <laughs> hey, hey, so Joe, did you hear that one uh, little uh, announcement that the, that group was actually the Goo Goo Dolls? Did you know that? I did not. They, they, they did. <clears throat> they, they're doing a children's uh, one of those children's albums like for babies with Lady Gaga. It's called Goo Goo Gaga. Did you know that? <laughs> okay. All right. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. There, we just lost another listener. Okay. <laughs> so today I'm talking with Joe Janicki with Brightway Insurance. One of the, uh, one of probably in my mind, one of the, one of the greatest uh, minds as far as uh, business development. When he said, when he came to me with this whole idea, that one of his core values, his number one core value, is uh, is the the help first mindset of going out of your way to help people long before you worry about what's coming in from them. And at first, you might listen to that and you say, wow, it just doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense. But, Joe, I want to go back uh, to this whole core value thing. Uh, do you have a list of your core values? Do you know them? Backwards and forwards? Awesome. Backwards and forwards. All right. So uh, how, I just give them to us forwards because if, when we start with the help first, that's your number one thing, the thing that's most important to you. What are the other things that, are, that follow up that are important to you? Uh, the next one is continuous improvement. Um, and, Love and, that. And it goes beyond... Um, 
you know, our, our business, obviously we want the business to improve. Yep. We want to do, we, we want to always be better. Um, but it's also personal. So we look at personal development, personal growth. Um, and if you're going to work with us, um, that has to be one of your core values. Awesome. As well. You have to be focused on that. Excellent. Um, passion for the brand. Nice. Passion for insurance. So important. Um, you know, I want, I want, you know, you want to be excited about where you work. I mean, I'm all, Yep. Bright, all bright way up. You have right? to be, right? Um, you can see my bright way water bottle if I could have it in here. So <laughs> it's not allowed. Um, we have a win attitude. Um, you know, we, we want to win at the end of the day. And I know that might contradict some of the stuff we've said. No, because it defi- day, defines them with how you define win. Yeah. Right. And so if you right. if you conquer the rest of them, then you yeah. win, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. And, and we uh, we focus on quality relationships. Um, and, and it's... That's relationships again with our with our clients. It's relationships with our our partners that we do business with that that uh, that we work with in in, in our in our industry. Um, relationships with vendors, right? Uh, with our carriers uh, that we work with. So uh, that that quality relationships is is, is truly uh, one of the most important things that we do. So. I I think it's it's so wonderful because your core values there can fit in and can be successful with other companies but they have to live they have to live them and breathe them like that they ha- they those core values uh we've often talked about it that's got to be back with some virtue yeah. like it's not just creating words that you think people want to hear these are things that are inherent to you they're 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 the things that differentiate you from other uh, other insurance companies well they are our differentiators and they took some work to kind of come up with we we spent you know a lot of time trying to figure out yeah you know what 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 is it that like everybody can do and what is it that makes us different right, right? but the, it goes beyond that and it goes to you know we don't hire somebody unless they fit these uh we will let somebody go if they are missing these uh we um when we do our reviews uh these are things that we're looking at if you're still fitting within right, this and if right. you're not maybe we need to work on getting you to where you're above the bar right and right in, in these right core values but it's beyond our team. It's also the people we do business with. So if if you are a person that um, you know might be and I, I you know might be in the real estate industry, right? Uh, okay. Your broker, your loan officer, mortgage broker, whatever um, that we would do business with. If you don't fit into our core values, we might not be a good fit. Right. Oh, and, I would and, agree with and, you. Right. And, right. You know, and I think it's important that um, that. Everybody we work with, everybody that works with us, um, that we all are are you know working from the same playbook, and and you know and, and I'm not saying that they need to follow ours, but they can't be so far off of, of ours that Correct. that it makes doing business with them difficult. And there might be things that are important to them. There might be some core values to them yeah. that might differ from you, Absolutely. which is fine. And that just means they have to find the right company to match their core values. Correct. That's all that comes down to. So the second core value, you talked about that continuous improvement. And I'm one of those kind of people that I've got to be learning something every day. That's why I really, that's why I love this radio show is because I get great guests like you uh, and I get really great guests. Um, but, <laughs> um, I get really great guests and I learn different things, uh, all different types of different views to uh different ways of viewing my business and how I can grow my business and how I can help other people grow their business. And so this continuous learning, this reading, this whole idea, we've shared plenty of different book titles. But I want to talk a little bit about this idea with you is this continuous journey, that it's never standing still. You didn't just learn enough. And learning more about insurance and what insurance can do and can't do is one thing, but it's you've got to also learn about how you deal with customers, right? You've got to learn about what success looks for Brightway. 
uh, what success looks like for each individual player in your team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my One of my feelings has always been this idea of I want to talk with my people, the people who work with me, and I'm going to talk, I'm going to be vulnerable about my personal goals. This is what I want out of life. And I talk to them about now, now that I've shown you what I personally want, tell me what you want. And, and I'm going to make a promise. I'm going to help you reach your personal goals. And I'm asking you to help me reach my personal goals. And if we can work together like that, we can hopefully reach our ultimate goals. And I think that's it. What do you now, other than these meetings that you have on a regular basis, how, how do you go out and celebrate success or uh, continue to insist that people constantly grow? What are you doing there? Um. Well, I think in you were at our annual meeting, so you knew yes, that yes. Uh, everybody was a little caught off guard when um, a month or so before I sent out the requirement that I wanted everybody to come yeah, with particular yeah. goals, and you actually showed up with yours too. That's right. Um, but it's important, right? Because I need to know as a manager, Mary needs to know as a manager, what's important to you. Right, right. Because if we don't know what's important to you, then, you know, then, then we're missing the boat and we don't really know how to keep you motivated, keep you excited about there what you you're go. doing, right? So w- working your goals into our goals and trying to find a way to mesh the two uh, is really really where we're going to find the success. Um, when it comes to that continuous improvement, though, um, I read a lot. I I, uh, sure. I try to read. Um, my goal has always been a book a week. I've fallen wow. off that wagon. Okay. I have one right now that's really slowed me quite a bit down. But I've you got need one, smaller books. Yeah, I've got one going in audio. <laughs> I've got one going in, 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 uh, in actually, uh, you know, book book form yes um but i'm always trying to get better and like i you know i was talking to the team uh, met with them all last week and <clears throat> i said you might not retain the entire book and, no and i know i don't but there might be one thing right one right. thing i pull out of it and whether it's a podcast whether it's a an audio book whether it's an actual physical book yeah. um if i just get one great idea out of it then then i'm winning right i'm, I'm constantly on that 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 path to getting better um and there's there's always something we can be doing, and, and it might be a um, you know a better way to organize organize my life. Maybe it's better habits. Maybe it's right, um, right. Maybe it's you know things that I need to change in my life. Maybe it's eating. Maybe it's you know whatever it is. There's always something. Um, but I think the minute we stop and we decide I'm fine right where I'm at, yeah, right, is the minute that that we're done. Right, right. I agree and, with and, you, man. And yes, you know another I, I quoted him once already. I always quote the same person. Two times in your show, I think. All right. So, so I think, and Tony Robbins, and I think he got it from somebody else. But he right. said, if you're not growing, you're dying. There, I like that. Yeah, I, so. I like, I like mine was, um, if you're not evolving, you're dissolving. Good. There, you like that one. So, yeah. Yeah. Tony uh, quotes me every once in a while. He does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just mixes up the words and doesn't know that I said them first. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, along with that, Joe, one of the things, one of the, like the little mantras I do for myself, and I've t- I've shared this with you, is at night, almost every night, and I I'm not going to say I do it every night, but I really try to do it every night before I go to sleep. I ask myself about how how did I shine, sharpen, and share today? Okay, and that whole idea of shining is. Uh, I have gifts, I have talents, and I have abilities, and I shouldn't be afraid to admit them and say, this is what I'm good at. It's not to say that I'm better than anyone in the world, but I'm good at these certain things because it helps me identify what I'm maybe not so good at, right? So I shine by doing that, and I'm not afraid to talk to people about those kinds of things because maybe I can help them with that. Sharpen is the other thing. Every day I ask myself, what did I do today to improve myself? What did I learn today? And then lastly, sharing. And uh, so that just means... If I'm proud about these abilities that I have and I'm constantly improving them, why wouldn't I share them? 
You know, why wouldn't I sell them, give them away, uh, trade them, do whatever? And that's what's so important. And I think this is what's part of it is in order to teach people how important it is to uh, to continue to grow is to understand that part of it, that sharpening is one part of it, but it leads you to uh, have the ability to do so much more afterwards. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff going on here on, the, on these boards. I think they're going to cut us off a little early because they're going right to the game. So don't be don't be surprised if all of a sudden I wave to you and say goodbye. This message okay. brought to you by Brightway Insurance. Exactly. So yeah, with that, that's a good point because I want I just want to talk about a couple uh, things more. But I do want to just remind people <clears throat> that if you missed part of this episode or if you want to hear some of the other episodes, uh, tune in to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or come here to uh, WRLR.FM, 98.3 The Life, Monday nights, usually at 7, but 6 o'clock today and 6 o'clock next week. And so, Joe, uh, tell them again, how would they get a hold of you uh, and what can you do for them? Give, give us a, a, a quick little update on that one more time. So if you have questions about your insurance, um, and I know right now we're in a market that is absolutely insane. Rates yes. have been climbing. Uh, insurance companies have been pulling back. Underwriting has gone through the through the roof, if you will, right? Um, Give us a call, 847-807-3200. Again, 847-807-3200. Give us a shot. Uh, You can look us up online. It's brightwayjanicki.com. We're happy to answer any questions we can and uh, help you to make sure that that you're in the right spot, you've got the right coverage, and you're with the best company. Fantastic. I always say that if you call that number, if you're lucky, you're going to get Joe. But if you're really lucky, you're going to get somebody to understand. I'll tell you what, if you want to call me directly, my direct line is 847 Five eight four two eight seven seven. Wow! Call me. Wow! See, that's that's that help first attitude. I'm <laughs> loving that. So, uh, Joe, the one thing I just came up with a couple of examples because we've been talking about this help first attitude, and it seems like uh, this this umbrella uh, to quote you, quote <clears throat> you some um, uh, some insurance lingo uh, there, but it's this uh, piece that I want to make sure people understand it. And this help first attitude is as simple as a waitress at a coffee shop who knows your name, remembers you, and says, hey, do you want the usual? There's a place, I'll name it, it's Coffee, Coffee Cup, Cup. In, yep. in Lake Zurich, that it's amazing. She comes up to me, Marty, do you want the usual or the other usual? So okay. She does that with a table of 12 people. It's amazing. And, Once a week. And she knows it, and she knows yes. all of our usuals. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't want that usual, I want the other usual. And she can name them off, yeah. right? So she's amazing. And that type of stuff is that help first attitude of thinking of the customer before herself. Yeah. Because for herself, it would have just been, just tell me what you want, point it at the menu, and that's what I'll get you. But instead, she's like, I'm going to take it upon myself to be that friendly uh, owner, that friendly waitress for you. So I'll throw this in there, and I want you to think for a second um, about the experience, right? Yes. So much of what we do is is about that experience, and so much of our success is based on that experience. So I always look at that as in my mom, she's probably not listening, but if she was, everything we do... In everything I do, I look at how would I want my mother to be treated if she had oh, called. Oh, that's a good way of putting that it. company. Yes, or yeah. How would I want my my mother? Like, what would what would happen in that sense? Right, right, right. And and if if we're if we're hitting that and we're treating mom right, yeah, then, then we're doing the right thing. I'm loving it. So, I I love that. There might be I, some technology challenges there that we can that we've yeah. really overcome <laughs> that we don't have to deal with with mom. But it's right. how we treat mom. I right? I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I I love that. I love putting it that way. That it's someone like that. How would you treat that person? Because there are certain people we treat with just a little bit more respect. All right. Another uh, idea, and this is for a bigger company, is think about when you buy something online from that really big store that's named after a river. Okay. Uh, you, you buy something from them. Look at how easy it is to return it. 
right? Yeah. That yeah. you can drop it off almost anywhere. You know, you don't need the package. You could just almost drive by places, throw it out your windows. Here, return this for me. <laughs> All right? It's almost to that point because they've made it so painless to return things. So you're going to say, well, if I want something, why wouldn't I buy it from them? Yeah. All right? And that's that whole idea of uh, thinking of the customer's needs first and understanding how doing that is going to affect your bottom line. You're going to be more profitable. You're going to be you're going to be loved and sought after. I I'm at that point right now that anything I find that I look at that I want that I'm thinking I really think I want to buy it. I only buy it online from Amazon, obviously. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. This message brought to you by Brightway Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> but I always buy it from them. This way, I know if I have a problem, I could return it. And just be done with it. And that's, they, they have created that scenario. How often do you return it? Uh, actually, more often now than in the beginning. I was really? like, oh, yeah. And yes, my wife's a professional returner. So I, okay. I'm, a, I'm a time short kind of person, right? Don't okay. have a lot of time. But I've, I've ordered things, and then I'm like, you know, I don't need this. But, it, it, but And I might even go on and start the process. I'm like, but when am I going to bring it back? Oh, you don't even but, need to start the process. You bring it over someplace, and literally, they, you know, there's... I don't know, all these different places. First name basis with the guy at the UPS store, right? There you go. And go, just take this back. Just take this back. Give me something in return. Okay. A warm smile. Okay. All right. So I want to re repeat the first B-A-C-O-N that we did because we didn't yeah. really talk about these individually as we much didn't. as we just talked in general. Uh, but it's really important that the B is be attentive. And I think that your team is extremely attentive to your customers' needs. They understand what you need, what needs to happen at your place. Okay, I'm looking at the time here. This one says it's. Oh, we, this one says we got three minutes. That one says we don't have any time. So we'll see. Somebody's going to chime in any moment. Uh, we'll see what happens. This will be fun. Uh, but anyway, be attentive. You know, like I said, your team does that with uh, your their peers as well as with their customers, and that's really important. Uh, A is anticipate customers' needs. And I think, man, you're great at that. You've talked about this. You said, I'm taking a look at these trends in insurance, and I've got to start reaching out to people and telling them what to expect. Okay? So I think that's really good. C is uh, communicate clearly. Uh, I think we worked on, on a project together where you were like, I've got a message I want to share with people, but what's the easiest way to make Let's Let's dumb it down to make it as simple as possible. Uh, it's so easy for us to sometimes use industry lingo because we're used to it, but our customers don't understand it, right? right? So we have to sometimes uh, break it down. Uh, o is offer solutions. That is pretty much 100% what you do, okay, is offer solutions. And then find, and finally is N is nurture the relationships. And uh, so this is what I mean, Joe. I couldn't have asked for a better uh, guest for this topic. Thanks, Marty. Thank, well, Appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks for having me on again. Without a doubt. I, it's We haven't been kicked off yet, so you can, now it's time for you to pull out your guitar and sing a song. Okay. <laughs> Join uh, us next week. We're going to be talking about continuous improvement. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, or, or timing. <laughs> oh, time management. You need to have Mary on for that. I think so. Yeah. I'm afraid of Mary. How about no, all three no. of us? We could all, yeah, it'd be great. That, that, there, wait, who's the third? Me, you, you, and Mary. Oh, me, yeah. you, and Mary. All right. I thought I thought there was a third one, like Robbie or uh, Piper. You, we should, we should bring get the your, whole team. We should get your we whole team whole here. Team. I think that would be cool to talk about something like that. We do something about teamwork. Don't forget Weenie. Who? Weenie. Gina. Gina. Oh, I, yeah. I was yeah. thinking. I was. I. I. I was thinking. You were talking about Robbie. No. no okay. No no. 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 Of course, Gina. We need Gina here. No. You know, she's the uh, she's the best part of Brightway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joe, any other closing words? 
No. Is that, uh, just, is I'm just, listening in here. No, I'm just thankful for uh, for the opportunity to come back on. I have a lot of fun. Uh, this is our, our second time doing this. Hopefully we can do it again. Yes. Um, and I just want to say thank you to my amazing team because it's not a me thing. It's a they thing. They I have the best team in the planet. They work their 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 butts off every day. Uh, they're passionate about what they do, and they truly care about everything they do. So, so thank you to them. <laughs> we Mary, Mary just texted me saying uh, she'll show me something to be afraid of. Okay, <laughs> so thank you, thank you, Mary. <laughs> no, we still got we still got another minute or so. Hey, and so, say, say good luck to uh, to Robbie, who's going to be a dad soon. Um, oh yes, all right, congratulations. Haley, uh, Haley's probably uh, you know minutes or days or whatever uh, ready to to have their their first child. So incredible! Uh, congratulations yes. to Robbie. And um, I'm a, a mutual friend. Agnieszka just had her yes, little she baby. Did. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Congratulations. So if AG, if you're listening, congratulations. <laughs> I can't say her name more than once. It hurts my tongue. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, again, uh, thank you all so very much for listening. Where I'm going to be uh, shutting down this show so that uh, Rusty can sign on fairly quickly. Uh, he's got some an exciting game coming up, and you're going to learn all about that. I hope you And I hope you tune in next week, 6 o'clock. I'm going to be having a special guest, Chad Dershaw, the owner uh, or one of the owners of, of Volley's Bridal and Mr. Tuck's uh, formal wear. We're going to be talking about dressing for the life you want, dressing for success. It's going to be a great show. Um, I'll see. Maybe next week I'll wear a Hawaiian shirt for uh, Chad. All right. (laughs) All right. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. And, again, thank you, Joe, for being such a wonderful guest. Thank you, Marty. Bye-bye.